welcome back to Mescal of Moguls. It's your boy, the one with the scar in space, your boy Scarface. And as you can see, we're with the beautiful Jackie again. Hey! <laughs> uh, and so I know you guys love it every time we do content together. We've done, uh, like, I've asked you questions. We've done, like, several other podcasts. What we should do is, like, here in the future is go live a little bit more because uh, people love it when, like, we, when we did our live. Because I shared that also as a podcast episode because you know how you can download it and stuff. Yeah. And people are like, oh, I love that, you know, like, when you guys sit there in chat. I've been trying to get him to move to L.A. No, I'm just kidding. Because then we could do lives, but we're always on a time crunch. As you know, I'm very busy. He's very busy. He's here on a time crunch, so, yeah, so. it's kind of hard, but I think we should go live. Maybe next week. Yeah, we, we can do something, and then uh, that way, because I, I was telling her, like, some of the things that I do, and, like, that way, like, she could start doing them. I was telling her how, I mean, you guys seen it, like, when I go live, just the quality looks better. So the next time I go live, just jump in real quick if you see it, and then you can see. The, I do oh. jump in. I have seen some of them. And and so like it, it's cool because I can post like different things. Like uh, now that I've had like some sponsors wanting to sponsor the live, I can put up their logo and like. I'm trying to get on his level, <laughs> his work ethic and professionalism when it comes to this stuff. I'm like, what? You do that? You do that? I give him some tips too, but I was like, you do that? No, no, she gives. No way, bro. She gives great tips because she was telling me, hey, you should do, and that's why I like sitting down and, and chatting with her because like we bounce things off of each other and you're like, you do that? And I'm like, you, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. And so it's, it's never like, hey, do this. It's like, hey, you should think about this. Yeah, just kind of put it in the back of your mind that it's a possibility. Yeah. It could bring you a little bit more. It could get you a different audience or whatever just kind of like I guess because when you're on the inside and you're doing it you don't see the outside mm -hmm. and then when somebody's like giving you advice from the outside you kind of think about it more like there's things that maybe you don't see that you could probably invest time in so that you can gain more from what you do and and this is how I am if I hire a personal trainer, they better be in shape, right? <laughs> you're not gonna fire a, hire a fat guy. Exactly, but since you're killing it on social media, like, so when you like give me tips or things that you're doing, I'm like, okay, yeah, yes, like I listen. If somebody who had like, a thousand followers, I'm not saying that that's bad, but they're like, this is how you grow a profile. I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> like, but you know what he's done very well is been able to monetize what he already has. And that's something that I haven't done in my social media career as long as I've done it. It's only been two and a half, three years that I've done it as myself, but he's been able to monetize in a way that I had never considered, or maybe I just never sat down to focus and really think about different avenues of monetizing this one thing. And he, you've done that really effectively. Mm -hmm. So I think it's been very beneficial for you. Yeah, and, and that's why I think it's great to sit down and talk with people because, uh, because I tell you about the real estate that I, stuff that I'm doing as well, and that's because dude, I'm, what the hell aren't you doing? <laughs> like real estate, traveling to film, doing weddings, doing things for your community, like doing one on ones, merch. Like I'm like, what the? <laughs> Give like, me my notepad. Where's my phone? Slow down. Yeah. A little bit. But but it's cool because like she's hey she's gonna start doing a lot of this stuff too. So uh, I'm excited for what stand by 2024. So this is the first time that we're talking this year right so like 2024 uh we both i think we both went through a suspension last last year oh my god but you band. got your you got yours a back band, i never yeah. got mine back i was so i was i was like whoa taken completely back because my my account at that point it was around 
It was Coachella Day. Yeah, I remember that. It was Coachella Day because I was taking my two little ones to Coachella to see Bad Bunny. And it was, I was shopping and I was really excited to do content around that. And my account was doing really, really well at the time. It was like my numbers were going up, my videos were going viral. And I was like, okay, cool, like we're on a good pace. And I don't know what happened, but I literally went into Forever 21 and I was like, should I do content while I'm in here? And I was like, no, I'll just do content after because I really need to concentrate on getting these outfits for my kids. So I was like, oh, I'll just film after. When I went to open my app, when I got outside of Forever 21, gone permanently banned you got the little notification yes and i was like what the like literally before i went into forever 21 it was fine the second i came out of forever 21 i was like oh i should record the outside of forever 21 and then the bag and me walking and then when i get in the car i'll talk more about why i'm shopping at forever 21 and like show what i got my kids banned Mm -hmm. had no idea why no reason there's no way to really reach TikTok other than the submission form. Like, I just was like, what just happened? But I'm, I learned, I think, a lot in life to just kind of let things be the way that they are. And it's like, okay, well, if I really can't control it, am I really going to allow this to ruin this special moment with my kids? So what I decided to do was, yeah, I did everything I had to do, like submit a form and do i guess what you would think would be like reach out to TikTok, like submit the settings or, or like go through the settings and submit the form but other than that like what could i do if they banned me they didn't give me a reason it went away start a new one so i legitimately started a new TikTok, and my first TikTok was about us going to coachella went viral i think it has like 1.7 million views yeah. and grew a second account from there and over the course of three or four months of me emailing TikTok every single day and requesting for my account back and kind of just submitting, kind of pleading my case, I guess you can say, every single day. Uh, they One day I just, somebody wrote me and was like, your account's back. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, it's back, what do you mean? And I was like, what? And I logged in, it was back. And I found out that I got banned because I guess they did i guess when they changed their policies some of my old videos were violating the new policies and i guess multiple videos of mine got flagged and it was too many at once and then my account got banned because i had so many violations and it was weird because it was when they were doing carousels in december mm-hmm. all my carousel videos they're the ones that got uh, yeah. flagged yeah and that was it and i was like well wouldn't you know like what and yeah I, yours got banned last year too and we went through the same process yeah and like you, you you told me what you did unfortunately mine didn't give it back but I was in the same boat I was like well if I really like doing this and if I really if the content is actually good we're gonna be able to grow it back you yeah know? and luckily for me since I do everything like I record everything like uh, externally not through the uh, phone I had all my, the majority, I would say 90% of my videos. I'm telling you, smart (laughs) man, because the way that I don't do that, the way that like you have your content backed up, I'm I'm sure your shit is organized. I can already see like folders on your, I like have it by month. Yeah, I could totally, uh, by topic and shit, like the way that he's organized, I'm inspired because I need to get my content creation together to that level, especially for this, for this type of stuff. And it was a, 
I was glad I, at the time I was like, let me just save all my stuff, yeah. you know, not thinking, oh, I'm going to get banned in the future. Let me, let me save everything. It was just like, let me keep everything. And luckily it worked. So I was able to just like repost everything and it was able to grow. And then, uh, it's not as big as the other one was, but it's totally fine because I'm still growing. It's still, people are still finding me. I still get messages all the time saying like, why, why'd you stop posting? It's like, I didn't stop posting. I just like the other account got suspended, but. And I think your engagement is higher on this account. It's it doing, looks like. It's doing way better. Like how fast it grew to what it's at now is actually way faster than what my other account grew. Mm -hmm. uh, but then this time you learn like kind of like yourself, like you learn what works, what doesn't work, what time to post, what time like you And then you post. also had those viral videos in the back of your pocket. Mm -hmm. That's something that I didn't have. And it, it's so weird how it works. The videos that popped off on my other account weren't popping off on this account. It was different videos. And I'm just like, this is weird. Like those videos didn't do. Changing times. Yeah. Changing times on social media. You know how people mm -hmm. go through phases and there's certain topics that are like. Yeah. And like you, you learn different things. Cause like, I also had a question about that. Cause one thing that I always get is like, what, like, People see what we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. They think it's fun. Of course it's fun. We have our fun and stuff like that. The people you get to meet, the things you get to do. Mm -hmm. But just know if you, I'm sure you feel the same way. Like it starts feeling like a job. Like social media starts feeling like a job. It, it's no longer, you, we're just scrolling to scroll. Like it's, I, 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 we talked about it yesterday. I don't scroll through people's stuff anymore. I just get on, I post my stuff, and I leave social media. People think that I'm always on it because I'm constantly posting. I try to post like four to five times a day, uh, but. <laughs> Need to get on his so I'm like, if I post once, I'm like. It's like, I got it. Yeah. But I'm just like, I, I've never, I rarely scroll now to, to be like, oh, let me, let, let me look through. Like, you know how you get lost in TikTok sometimes? Mm -hmm. It hardly ever happens to me anymore just because now I'm just like, I got to create something like it feels more of a job every time I, I open the app. I don't know if you feel the same way. No. Yeah, I totally agree. And I actually just was telling him that I came across this TikTok where it speaks about kind of like the science and like our mind and how our mind processes us consuming content. So when we start to consume too much content, it puts us in that state, in that frame of mind, rather than in the outputting content. And then we start looking at what other people are putting out and we start wanting to tailor our content to what other people are putting out instead of just putting out our own content and focusing like on our life. And then that will give us the inspiration that we need to post it's great to scroll in terms of like what's trending but not for too long because it puts us in that mindset in the consuming mindset and if this is your career if this is what you're doing as a full-time job you can't be in the consuming mindset so i've definitely now that i've decided to take it seriously with intention this year uh, i've realized that consuming is not to my benefit. Mm -hmm. It's the opposite and it takes up a lot of your time. So I have a rule now where I only scroll for breakfast, for lunch, and then what before bed, like for 30 minutes or whatever, that's it. And I've minimized my screen time so much and I feel so much more peaceful too. That's what I need to do because uh, uh, I sit there and I look at numbers like, uh, psycho what it's doing just because like I mentioned to you yesterday is like I want to know what's working mm -hmm. so I can double down on that mm -hmm. instead of like if this ain't working why am I doing that you know right which is smart it's smart to look at your analytics but I think where I think where you're you may get like, lost in like 
Yes. You know how some people focus on the likes? Like, I don't care about the likes. No, it's the analytics. Yeah, I give, yeah that, that's where I get con- consumed, and it's a bad thing, you mm-hmm. know, like, because everything is about, like, numbers at that point. It's no more, like, of course, I always want to create the best content I can for the people watching, but I'm just, like, I, I think I've gone into it with the intention of, like, how many numbers is it going to get? But that's like business too, though. That's kind of like, I don't fault you for that because that's the, that's the way that people do business is the numbers. Mm-hmm. Like people, even with selling clothes, when I had a boutique, you had a, a clothing business as well. It's really not about the clothing. It's really about knowing your numbers, how much you knowing mean? your analytics, understanding consumerism, understanding what people are buying, why, what's moving, what colors and season. Like it's more than just what it looks like on the outside. So yes, numbers are important, but to a certain degree, and especially with social media, I feel like numbers have this elevated like mm-hmm. presence in our life and it does kind of take over and you gotta have a life. Well, it, cause also I feel like your, your numbers are your kind of like resume for companies. Like, yes. And so that's why I get so consumed with it because like if, if I'm gonna reach out to a brand and be like, hey, let's work together, I want to be able to show them this and they'll be like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Not like show them this and they're like, you had a hundred views, you know, like that's not going to work. Yeah. Like your brand outreach. Yeah. And especially like, cause if they're going to either, if they're going to pay you mm-hmm. or invest product into you, like they want to know some sort, they're going to get some sort of return from it. Right. It may not be like physical, like his video got us this, but knowing that th- he puts up numbers, is gonna give us exposure. So basically, if you see Edgar wearing leggings, make sure you support because his platform is basically women. <laughs> so he's gonna have to wear some leggings. I should have brought you some so you could put them on TikTok shop. Let's start putting them on there. Yeah. yeah so like- I'll, I'll, I bring that up to say that I told him like, there. in order for you to reach the brands that you wanna reach, you have to find a way to harness in a male audience as well. Yeah. So that it shows up in your analytics and you could get to do more of Edgar also. Yeah, yeah, because I have a lot of brands reaching out right now, like wanting me to sell like the the Skims <laughs> suits that she sells. I'm and then, so like, dead. Uh, I would die, dude. A thousand likes right now and get this man. Nah, I don't think that would <laughs> to ever. To wear a Skims jumpsuit on TikTok shop because that's what reaches out to him, and it makes sense because his audience is like that's mostly I, women. <laughs> I was thinking about finding a, a, a model and being like, this is what it could look like. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> yeah, Cause I'm not gonna wear it <laughs> for sure. Uh, but anyways, like I know a big question that we get all the time is uh, there, a lot of you guys are like, how come you guys are not dating? We're great friends. You yeah. Know? Like just because you don't see like what's going on behind the scenes doesn't mean she's not talking to somebody. Doesn't mean I'm not talking to somebody mm-hmm. or like we just have a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you, you said that you cut off everybody this year? Yeah, I did. I, not this year, last year. Last I left year. them in the past. <laughs> <laughs> in the past, back in 2023. I did. Uh, I made, well, first let's touch on the, we have a professional friendship and relationship and I love that and I love that you guys are so rooting for us, but root for us to do great. Exactly. Professionally and that we help each other grow professionally because it's really hard to find people that like genuinely, especially of the opposite sex, that genuinely and authentically want to see you win and want to see you grow without it crossing any like boundaries and so 
I hope that you guys root for us in that way. That's number one. Before you move on, because like I always talk about it on the TikToks, like what would like say I did try, right? Yeah. And then it just got awkward. It didn't work out. You guys wouldn't see no more of this. Mm-hmm. So like, you know what I mean? Like, do you guys want that? <laughs> do you guys want that? It's like, do you guys want that? Like, do you guys want to risk that? Yeah. Because uh, it happens like when you, you're friends with somebody, like say you start dating with them and then it ends, it probably is not going to go Or what if what it's like something be. awkward? Like, yeah. what if I don't like the way he farts? You know, and then I'm like, oh, it's because he gave me the ick. And you guys know there's a lot of icks now. So it's like, or vice versa, you know? What if he doesn't like the way that I eat my boogers sometimes or some shit? You know, like, I'm yeah. just, like it's weird, you know? And it's just like, this is a very professional environment and a very, like, I just feel like it's really good especially in our space to keep your relationships on social media professional because you never want to be those people that come on social media and are like oh yeah what happened to them that they were friends and so then they all stop of a sudden, making videos yeah. and-, and then it's like all these questions and insinuations and then you never know one of those insinuations could piss him off and he could go off on a tangent about me and then i'm gonna go out and you know it just yeah. you know what just we're not doing that we're too old i'm too old I can't. Um, so that's touching on that. And then the next thing was uh, leaving shit behind in 2023. Yeah. He did that too. But probably not to the degree that I did. Yeah, you... Well, if it doesn't work out with somebody, I just cut them off. Completely. Completely. Yeah, so basically for me, I decided that for some reason, like in December, I started to like fully cleansed so if you guys don't know or you guys have never seen me before I had a business in the fashion industry for 10 years I had a wholesale business and I had a retail business and in January of 2023 so at the beginning of last year I completely closed it right but I still held on to the big equipment so i.e. the racks the the roll the, the what are those called the dump bins like where you throw the orders in the the crates yeah i know what you're talking i don't know what they're just like the expensive operations equipment i kept that i also kept the signage like signage hangers poly mailers like things that you would need to run the business but not anything else we sold out through everything else mannequins i kept things like that and in december i had to have a sit down conversation with myself and it's like where are you like what do you want out of your next year what do you want out of 2024 and when i really had a real conversation with myself i was like i don't want to do this anymore like i don't find the same joy the same passion the same excitement for the industry i love it still i do think i'll get back into it maybe when my daughter's older but I really made the decision that, okay, I need to cleanse this out of my life completely. And when I got in that frame of mind of I need to cleanse this completely, like cleanse that part of my life completely, then it really like put so much more into perspective that I needed to cleanse so much more. And I was like, okay, I started to clean in December. I had a second property that had like all our business stuff that we ran the business out of, et cetera. So I sold everything. I threw away the signs and I was like, if I could let go of such a big part of my life in order to move in a different direction and move with more intention, then I could let go of so many other things that are preventing me from reaching my full potential. And I started to realize after doing that, that I really want more out of 2024. In a way that in 2023, I was like, Eh. <laughs> eh. YOLO, you know, in a way that I really didn't care about in 2023. But for some reason, it just kind of like boom, 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 hit. And I was like, okay, let's do this. So I cleansed that. And then I was like, 
taking inventory on my life. And when I started to take inventory on my life, I was like, okay, there are some people, friendships along with, like platonic relationships along with romantic relationships that I need to let go of um, because I don't want to bring them into 2024 and drag this same energy into 2024. I want to move with more intention. So I did just that in December. I cleansed not only my home, which I'm still kind of finishing up, but the all old things, big things are gone. And then also all of those relationships, even the small ones where it was like, just small conversations with people, you know, like those people that you're like, hey, are you free? Like, let's go grab a drink. Or, hey, are you free? Like, let's go eat real quick. That wasn't like a consistent thing, but just like, oh, fuck it, I'm not doing anything. And over here, oh, fuck it, I'm not doing anything. And over here, you know, like that. And I was like, nah, that's it. And then I cut off one really big relationship too. And I just felt like it was time to kind of move with more intention. And that's a lot of what I did. I know Edgar's really good about cut off, but I don't think that I was necessarily in the space of like, I need to cut people off last year. It was more like, I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really like, oh, I want to pursue anything serious with anybody. Yeah, because we were talking yesterday about the last time we've gotten hurt, right? Oh. And the last time I got hurt, I mentioned to you that uh, I got a, I was talking to a girl and then like everything was going great. We met up and so on and so forth. But then we we're, it's long distance. And one night, 3 a.m., I get a message. Oh, it makes my stomach hurt. I really felt like it wasn't for me, that message. Mm-hmm. And it gave me that it's a weird feeling, like almost like you're sick to your stomach, like you feel like they're being shady. And I was like, I don't like feeling like this, like this sucks. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was easier just to cut this person off, even though they were like, it's not even like that, but I've already felt like that, you know? And now in the future, you're gonna be like, questioning things you know Mm -hmm. so I was like I don't like to feel like this I hate feeling like that someone's being shady or someone's not being truthful I was like so this is over I was like I don't want to feel like that at all Uh, so that was the last time and and it sucks because I was talking to this girl for a while she seemed super cool like we vibe so well but then that happened and it was a good investment of Mm -hmm. time and Mm -hmm. energy into the person for you and so that's why like after that I just cut that person off and I've I'm so easy to do it because I've been single for so long. I'm just like, I'd rather be single where I'm happy and like doing my thing, not having to worry about stuff like that mm-hmm. than having to worry about like, is she out? Like, <laughs> when you've other- gotten really comfortable with pouring into yourself, it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to let somebody disturb that piece, especially because he was actually pursuing something real. My case was a little different, but he was actually pursuing something real with her. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she did this it really took him back to a place where he was like oh that pit of that stomach feeling like that that really ugly feeling that you know better and it's like if i stay here i know i'm gonna get hurt Mm -hmm. and that already hurt enough so i think for him he was like i was instantly out even though afterwards she tried messaging and stuff like that i was like i already felt that like there's no going back like because it was like more than that. It was like lack of or loss of trust, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's, she tried explaining, and I was like, "It's 3 a.m. That doesn't sound like you're messaging a friend." Dude, imagine that. Imagine literally <laughs> like sleeping, and then you get a text, and it's like, "Oh, it's my boo." Like you're excited, and you open it, and you're like, "Cause I thought something happened." This isn't for me, yeah. or it doesn't sound like this is for me. Like who the. Yeah, because I remember, uh, so I'm super cool. If I'm dating somebody and they want to go out, 
cool. Hey, here, I, I usually like Venmo or Apple Pay them. I'm like, here, buy a round on me. Mm-hmm. Like, I do stuff like that, have fun message me if you need anything, call me if you need anything. And they usually just like message you throughout the night mm-hmm. either way. But uh, I was like, all right, well, have fun. I was like, I'm actually gonna go to bed because I have to wake up early and I was feeling kind of tired. The melatonin was kicking in. So I'm like- I already uh, told his ass <laughs> I'm be drinking that shit, but. And so like I went, I went to bed, but I'm a super light sleeper. So if my phone vibrates, I wake up. Mm-hmm. And so it vibrated and I'm like, the fuck? like, who's messaging me? And I look at it and it was hurt. And I'm like, oh shit. So I opened it because I thought something was wrong. And then, like, I read the message, and I was like, uh, and I responded, I was like, was that for me? And she was like, oh, LOL, like, kind of, like, trying to play it off and stuff like that. I'm like, uh, I don't think so, you know, like, because uh, then I tried calling her, and she didn't want to pick up. I'm like, where is she? Yeah, and, like, she, I tried calling her, and she didn't want to pick up. Then the next day, she tried explaining, like, what was going on, and I'm like, no, nah, I already felt like that, you know what I mean? Like, now I couldn't even sleep. No, no so yeah, how could you? You're like, want to take a shit and throw up at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, like, you're so sick. Like, you're just like, what the fuck is, is she like trying to meet up with somebody right now? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like all these feelings, like, and then you start thinking of that person actually meeting up with somebody, like, and like you're over here thinking like, yeah. crazy thoughts yeah and yeah. so uh so that's why like i usually just cut people off like the moment i get which is good and bad the moment i get a weird vibe or something like that i'm just like come out it is really good and then it's bad because i don't give that person a chance yeah. meaning like it could have just been like something small or like i i didn't get a full explanation on it or something like that but me i'm just like no it's not working i'm out you know? I think that's probably a way that you protect yourself to a little too much. Mm-hmm. So I actually talked about this on, I did a whole podcast episode on uh, commitment issues. And I struggle with that because just from my experience, I've always felt like people come and go. Meaning like this girl came into my life. It's only a matter of time before she's gone. Kind of like and self-sabotaging. So all, and so I'm already expecting it to like, it's eventually like I'm not gonna take it 100% serious because she's gonna leave at a, at a certain point oh, yeah, you or something's gonna happen yeah or to the point where we're just like gonna go our own ways so I'm just waiting for that moment that makes me sad <laughs> but like and that's why I say like that's probably a sign for me saying like oh shit uh that I'm not in that space you know yeah to be able to do that this camera doesn't record no, as long as good. I want it to uh so like, and, and I'm on, so that's why I love doing the podcast and people love the podcast and it's been doing so well is because I'm fully transparent. Like most guys aren't gonna tell you that. They're not gonna tell you, hey, I struggle with like trusting that people are gonna stick around. Mm-hmm. And so I'm honest about that and I still struggle with it. Like if someone would come into my life right now, I'm more just like, how long are you going to be here? You know, like instead of just enjoying the moment, instead of like seeing where we can go from here. Of course, I still do like all the little cool things that I like to do for somebody. But but you're not fully invested. So you're not fully experiencing the potential. I'm always like, it's only a matter of time. Like before. That's a horrible way to live. (laughs) Let me tell you. But but that's me observing myself. Mm hmm and saying like you're not ready to like self-awareness yeah and so i tell people that that i'm not in the space to be serious with somebody with somebody because i go through these issues and until like i feel like i wouldn't go through that why would i drag you along right if they want to have fun cool we can have fun like yeah like i'm i'm not gonna say no yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) well no of course not you're a man (laughs) uh but like i've been honest with people and like 
girls appreciate that, you know? The honesty. Yeah. That. Yeah, because a lot of people lack that. But I think it's because a lot of people are not self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they just think, oh, I'm fine. It's just, like, something I'm going through. Like, it, it's... And it, and it didn't happen just out of nowhere. It was just, like, this happened, this happened again, this happened again, to the point where I'm just, like, this is, like, consistently happening. Yeah. To the point where I'm just, like, it's, only, it's just going to keep happening now. Yeah. You know? And because, like, usually a girl comes into my life, and then a matter of time, she's gone. Another girl, gone. Another girl, gone. And so I'm just like, okay, like, that's, I guess that's how it is. I, the way you make it sound sounds so awful. Like, the way you make it sound sounds like, just, I, I don't know, it makes me sad. It sounds awful because instead of, like, taking the perspective of, like, I'm so glad I met that person because I learned this, and then, like, being like, okay, now I'm ready to move into the next phase. Like the way that you do process it, it sounds like it's very mm -hmm. hurtful, like very like, and protective also of yourself rather than being fully immersed and feeling the joy that comes out of that and being like, you know, I'm thankful that you were here for the period that you were in. I'm ready to move into the next level. And I think, but I'm happy that you're like in this self-aware state because now you could start to really like, I need to learn how to fully immerse myself. Like that and like, I need to know when I'm actually ready. Cause I'll, I'll tell somebody straight up, be like, hey, like, cause they ask me all the time, how come I'm, I'm not dating? I was like, I just don't have the time or I don't have the, cause some people require a lot of attention, you know? Mm -hmm. I just don't have that for you right now. Like, uh, I Or got, maybe somebody that requires a lot of attention isn't for you. Or that too, because I give this example all the time. I, I'm usually up, six in the morning mm -hmm. and I work all the way until like 9 10 p.m. where is their time for like a girl you know what I mean like and I've ditched girls I've be like hey I gotta go do this which is like work related I'm like I'm gonna go do this I'm gonna record some TikToks. so I'm gonna do this uh just because I see like where I can get this yeah and that's gonna require like I'm sure you've seen like those memes and it's not a meme but like those posts is like hustle for like six months and like it can completely change. Absolutely. And and it has been true because like the other one I was hustling like crazy. Unfortunately, it got banned. But then like I'm like, all right, well, we just got to do it again. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just right back in that hustle mode. And uh, that's why I'm like, I don't I don't put myself out there to the point where like I'm like, hey, let's go out and do something. I've gone on dates here and there, but I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, I could be recording TikToks right now. You know, like. <laughs> You're boring, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah, I was like, I could be recording TikToks right now. And that's another thing. Like, uh, I feel like some people are just not interesting because no, I went to go see a girl. Remember I told you I went mm -hmm. to go see this girl. and I'm like, ooh, editor's spilling all the tea today. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know he was going to tell y'all all of this, but okay. And people like it. People like it. So I went to go see this girl in Arizona. Uh, so I went to go see her. Everything was great over the phone, right? We were texting. Uh, we called each other, FaceTime, everything seemed like it was going great. And then when I finally met this person, she was gorgeous in person, don't get me wrong, but it just, the there was like no communication there. It was just like- there The was, vibe wasn't there. Yeah, it was just like nothing, there, there was no substance of anything, right? Mm -hmm. So like, if I would like talk about something, I would get like a real vague answer back you know what i mean like not really like engaging in the conversation uh 
And I was just like, this is not for me, you know? Yeah, like, this is, this is, like, this is, this is boring. Yeah, and it was boring. And she's probably going to watch it. What's up? <laughs> hey, girl. Our bad. Because <laughs> uh, I get messages from exes all the time. Well, she wasn't an ex, but. Uh, are these people that you dated? Oh, now I'm crying. Oh. Like, are these people that you dated because you've met them on social media? Yeah. Ah, uh, oh. Shoot your shot, girl, because clearly Edgar goes on these dates. But but to be fair, uh, even before the whole social media thing, I was meeting girls on social media. You know, it wasn't period. Like, yeah, it wasn't because it's because you live in Idaho. What's there to do in Idaho? <laughs> she gives me shit about Idaho yeah. all the time. <laughs> like, what's over there? He's like, yeah, you should visit Idaho. I'm like, absolutely not. I'll visit Colorado. <laughs> I'll visit Montana. What the fuck? I'm not going to know Idaho. Um, but. My ex, she was actually from Dallas, and I met her through social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was before I was doing social media like this. And so, because it's, it's another dating platform. You just get, it, it, I tell people it's a good and a bad thing because you get to meet people you would have never met before mm-hmm. because they're far away. But now you have access to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so, like, depending on the guy, is like, yeah, he's talking to you, but he's probably also talking to her, 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 you know, and like, because they live in different states. Of course, they don't know each other, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so that's why. But yes, I've met the majority of the girls from social media because people know, especially where I'm from. I don't date girls from where I'm from. So because everybody's probably dated them because it's a small town, because why would anybody <laughs> go there? <laughs> that and like exes can't get it, it's weird. Like when if I don't know the other ex, I really don't get ex problems you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's when like you've seen this person around or like around town or something like that that's when they start giving you issues like their exes Mm -hmm. and they'll be like why are you talking to him why are you talking to him the last girl i tried talking to her ex showed up at the gym trying to fight me like and i'm just like really at the gym like all right (laughs) zoom in on that yeah like just kidding uh, but that's why i don't date girls from there i've never gone uh like talked to a girl outside and had issues with exes Mm-hmm. Because when you don't know them, and they yeah, don't they don't know, know you, anything. Yeah, there's no like, he's a bad person. Well, shit, you don't know me. You know, like you don't know me. And then when you don't know that person, there really isn't that like issues. Like my ex, her man tried doing something, and I like I kind of like, hey, bro, like that's not gonna happen. And he like stopped. Yeah, because he didn't know like, you know, like is this guy serious? Is he really gonna fuck me? I didn't say I was gonna fuck him up, you know, but I was pretty stern about. It. I was like, hey, bro, like none of that is gonna happen. Yeah. And he didn't respond, but it stopped. Yeah. Because uh, it kind of like, is he going to mess me up? <laughs> you know? Or yeah, like, or like is he what, just, what the hell was that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know him. Like, what is his reputation like? Yeah. Uh, or anything like that. So I prefer not to date girls from where I'm from. From where you're from. Okay. So since you do kind of date girls on social media, I, I told Edgar that he didn't get to just ask me questions today. <laughs> I'm asking questions too. So... What, I know that you're not looking to seriously date at the moment, but what would your ideal girl be? Essentially not ideal, cause we're never, nobody's gonna be perfect, but what's your like criteria? Cause I know some of the girls wanna see if they check those boxes. It's, it's actually really simple, but it's a lot harder to find than what people think. And I always say like, I wanna experience life with somebody. Like, mm-hmm. who wants to experience life? Like, hey, like the other day I was watching the Moab swing out in uh, Utah. Like, you jump off the cliff and like you swing into the cliff. That sounds insane. I would want somebody to be like, 
yeah, let's try it. Mm-hmm. Not like, hell no. Mm-hmm. So someone who wants to try things. And me, I would be like, yeah, let's try it. If you don't like it, cool. Are you big we on looks? Because uh, I think this is what the girls want to know. Ha- it doesn't matter who you are. You have to be attracted to them in some way. Yes, absolutely. And so, and Do you every- have a type? Uh, all my exes. Because we need to know if you guys fit in. Like uh, that way, you guys know. Like shoot your shot or not. So the the. Why ab- are you turning red? No, the the absolutely no. Edgar's turning red. The no, like what they have to have is a beautiful smile. Like if you don't have that, it's it's a no for me. Like I don't. Okay. So a beautiful smile, and then from there, people always like, do you date thicker girls? Do you date uh, skinnier girls? I like to go on hikes. And so like, I would want whoever I'm with to be able to want to go and not it be a physical toll. Uh huh. So somebody who has a- Who's active. Who's active. Cause yeah. there's, there's- That doesn't mean that you're like skinny, skinny, exactly. but that doesn't mean that you're like, you know. This girl that I was talking to, she was like on the thicker side too, but she was like pretty active. Like she did a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And that's why I said like, it's, it's hard to say, uh, because there's no like, she has to do this, she has to look like this, she has to have this. No, because like, say that's your type, right? But mm-hmm. then like this girl comes along and she's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But you really like her. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, that's not my type. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I really don't have a type. Uh, just someone who actually wants to experience life because you tell them, hey, like, have you ever tried this? And mm-hmm. they're like, oh no, you, let's go try it. Uh, food, nah. Mm-hmm. Instead of, I was, have you ever had it? No. Mm-hmm. Then how do you know you don't like it? You know, like, it's, it, do you stick to like a certain race or are you open to everybody or? So my actual girlfriends have all been Latinas. Okay. But I have like gone out on dates and been like talking to like, uh, there was black girls, Asian, like I'm white girls. Like I've never had like, oh, they have to be Latinas. Oh, okay. But what I do like about Latinas is that they can have a conversation with my mom. Uh, you know, and for longevity. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. like, I like it. Like my ex, like she would talk to my mind. Mom, my mom's just fine. Yeah, like, no issue because she was fluent in Spanish. Uh, so if you're not, are, are you gonna be that awkward person that shows up? Because it's happened. My older brother had an ex that didn't really speak. Well, she was white. She didn't. So she didn't understand nothing that was going on at the family party. Yeah, she's just like she's just sitting there. Yeah, you know. So I wouldn't want that. Mm-hmm. I want somebody to be able to talk to my parents. And my dad, he speaks fluent uh, English, so it's it's fine. It's, it's my mom, though. Like that's a that's a big thing for me. Is like you have to be able to have a conversation with my mom. So that's that's huge for me because obviously, like we love our moms. You know, we love I'm our parents. Obsessed with my mom. And so if you can't have a conversation with my mom, that's kind of a big deal with me. Mm-hmm. Like because uh, I would want you guys to get along. And that I had a TikTok the other day. Like somebody asked a question. They're like, hey, like. My, uh, the guy I'm talking to, I think he was Serbian. And uh, she's like, I really don't understand. I was like, this, if you really like this person and you wanna have like, be involved in the conversations, this is a perfect time to pick up a new language. Yep. Uh, if you really like this person. Yep. Because imagine like you, be, if their parents, their family saw you learn the language to be able to communicate with them, they would be like, I like her. Mm-hmm. I like her because she's putting in the effort to like get us to like her too, you mm-hmm. know? So I think, those are definitely like you got to be able to talk to my mom mm-hmm. and you guys listening <laughs> you got to have you guys a, listening you got to have to ha- be able to have a great conversation because i would not want to take you over to my meet my parents and then be like this is so-and-so she don't understand what you're talking about you know but 
This is her. This is her. You know? Yeah. And I've never done that. There's only only two girls I've ever met my mom. One of them because we were together for a long time. And then the other one because we happened to be at the same uh, wedding. And so I wasn't going to be like, hey, this is my friend because she would have hated me. But I was like, hey, this is my girlfriend. And they're like, I'm like, this is my parents. Uh, That's the only reason that happened. Because we broke up like maybe like a month later. Oh, okay. Uh, so It's kind of inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't want to be rude. My parents were right I there. mean, imagine if you would have known that you were going to break up a month later. You would you have just been like, it was my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't want to uh, be rude like that. But again, right now, I'm not in the position to give somebody the time. You know, because I know some people yeah, require attention. a lot of time. Yeah. And... And I'm not saying don't, don't require a lot of time. Like whatever you require from a guy. Require that. Don't accept nothing less. Mm -hmm. I just can't give that to you like, mm -hmm. right now. So if that's something you're looking for, I'm the wrong guy right now because I'm, I'm on hustle mode. <laughs> but a lot of guys aren't going to tell you that. A lot of yeah. guys are going to be like, yeah, let's see where it goes. But then in their head, they already know they're not but if they're not telling you their actions are gonna tell you oh yeah most definitely. because even you saying like okay i'm straight up and i'm honest like i don't have the time but if you're working 24 7 that's gonna give me the sign that you don't have a lot of time you know just pay attention i guess to like how he moves because you're gonna know regardless if he doesn't tell you or not you're gonna know in the way that he moves in the way that he treats you yeah and this goes for any guy i mean you We've talked about it before, like somebody's actions, uh, oh shit, hold on. somebody's actions is, uh, is going to tell you exactly how they feel towards you. Mm -hmm. Like I can tell, say I'm trying to get to know you, right? I can mm -hmm. tell you how much I'm going to treat you like a queen, how I'm like, I'm going to do this for you, this for you. But my actions are like, he never calls me. He never tries to see me. He like every now and then like we. Like I don't he, feel like yeah, much of a queen. Yeah. He, yeah. he bails on me all the time. Mm -hmm. like, but yet he like you're you're the love of my life i'm gonna treat you like this and i'm like yeah but anybody can tell you that yeah i can tell you that give me a call i'll, I'll tell you that right now like yeah call me too i'll tell you that too like <laughs> you know i'm gonna cook for you <laughs> yeah but like what are they doing mm -hmm. you know like that's gonna tell you exactly how they feel towards you and that's why i'm like don't because i'm like oh like he t he says this he says this but then like his actions don't say that but when they're in person like when they actually on a date He's great. And I'm like, why do you think he's great? Because he's trying to get laid. Mm -hmm. I was like, so he's going to be on his best behavior in mm -hmm. person because he doesn't want to go home knowing that he didn't get none. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, of course, he's going to be all great. He's going to have a great conversation. Cause be all into you. Be all into the moment. And then after, then after that, it goes right back to the same thing because they got what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And now you're like, cool, whatever. I'll just hit her up when I hit her up. So agreed <laughs> so actions it, actions is a big thing uh and then like guy i understand why some people don't want to date right now because guys are like basically basically the girl now like they want everything to be they want to get chased they want to like the girl to take control instead of being like hey we're gonna go to dinner here and we're gonna do this the guy's like so where do you want to go mm -hmm. like that's i'm like people do that Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like people do that. People, go, <laughs> girls are like, is it is it okay if we go fifty fifty on the bill on the first date? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I have never in my life gone on a first date and let a girl pay. 
Like, I don't care what. Like, if I would have forgotten my wallet, I would have called somebody and be like, yo, bring my wallet now. Like, I need it now. Like, mm -hmm. there's no way this girl's gonna pay for me. You know, it, luckily that's never happened. But uh, right now, I'm like, I don't know how the guys have the nerve I do that. I honestly think that that scenario is very prevalent in like the younger ages. Mm -hmm. Like what you're explaining, like the very sassy man era. I feel like it's like the generation like right beneath us. Cause how old are you? 30, uh, 35. 35. Okay, I'm going to be 35 this year too. And I feel like it's like 30 and below. Yeah. That's very like in their sassy men era. And then of course you do come across older men that are immature. And but you could tell right away when an older man is immature yeah. in his, the way that he speaks, the way that he expresses himself, the way that he feels about women, because he probably saw his mom like struggling. So he expects his woman to see, to see his woman struggling, especially like in the Latino community. But I feel like that scenario is more prominent in people that are like 31 and mm -hmm. under because I feel like at my age I really haven't like I have talked to some men that are like sassier but for the most part the men that I've dated and I dated a lot last year like I went on so many dates last year with so many people it was really fun but I ne I didn't really out of all of those let's say if I were to put a percentage I would put like 10% of those were like sassy other than that, mm -hmm. they were like, like men, yeah, like men. And I think that the more that you tell yourself that, oh, dating sucks and dating is this and dating's whack right now and all the men are sassy, the more you put that into your head, the less opportunity you're going to give yourself to find somebody who is not sassy because you're telling yourself that it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And there's so much power in your tongue and the things that you say and the things that you believe that, that whatever you say starts to become your reality. Instead of you telling yourself that there is a good man out there for me there are plenty of good men there are a limitless amount of options that have great things to offer me instead of you doing that you're doing the opposite and that's what you're inviting into your life because there's power in your tongue you can do the opposite and express yourself positively about people and about the opportunities that you'll have with men and that's what you're going to invite into your life because you truly believe that they're good men i will you're never going to catch me saying like i may say to my friends jokingly or you know when you're like oh men are trash or like my girlfriends are everything like playing around but to be honest with you like do i believe that absolutely not like i believe believe that there are good men out there because I've seen them because I've seen Edgar you're a good guy too but you just are not in the place to date mm -hmm. you know what I mean like uh but your headspace is in the right place maybe right now you're not in that place because what you're building you're building on your finances you're trying to find different streams of income and guess who's who, who's going to benefit from that future wife your future wife <laughs> when you find your wife she's going to be able to be at home raise your kids at home because you've already done the work to provide, to create that environment for them because you've already built yourself up mm -hmm. as a man. You know what I mean? And so if you guys continue to believe that dating is trash and there's no good men out there and all these things, then you're never gonna find them. And also if you're under the age of 30, I highly, highly suggest that you spend your 20s to your 30s investing in yourself and kind of realizing yourself, figuring out who you are, what you really want out of life. Because I promise you that when you hit 30, you start to look back and be like, shit, I really didn't know what the fuck I was talking about.
Like you really like look at your life and you're like, I really thought. Yeah. I really thought I knew, and you really didn't. Yeah, and and it wasn't. It's, that's why I always tell people too. Like, I actually prefer Edgar at this age than in his 20s. Fuck yeah, I love me at this age. The bitch from even three, four years ago, I I would never. Yeah, yeah, and I'm exactly the same way. Uh, and then also girls, like they get stuck on the one person that asked them out. Like, meaning like, you know how like you went on multiple dates? Mm -hmm. And that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to see what's out there, what's gonna work for you. Like maybe you didn't like this guy for this reason, this guy, but somebody, like a lot of the times girls will go on a date with somebody and they feel like that's the person now. Like no matter what, because. Because girls, because not girls, women, women uh, like to romanticize. Mm -hmm. And I get it. We go out with somebody, we feel like the vibe is there, the connection is there, and we romanticize everything about that person instead of taking them at face value. So then we start to build these stories in our mind. I'm guilty, I've done it, that's why I'm saying I can speak from experience that I've done it before until I learned, you know, obviously, as I got older, but we start to romanticize somebody instead of really seeing them for who they are. Uh, we start to believe the story that we tell ourselves more than what we see in front of us. And that's where we get ourselves in trouble because then we start to believe this and we start to think to ourselves, okay, if he can just do this, if he can just find himself in this way, then we will be great. Mm -hmm rather than just seeing things at face value and saying you know what who this man is in this time in his life does not align with what i want for myself so i need to remove myself we think more of like well he can become this and you really don't know if he can become that does he have the emotional capacity to become the man that you have fantasized him to be you don't know that but he's shown you otherwise and even though he's shown you otherwise you don't remove yourself because you prefer to live in the fantasy and what you romanticized rather than live in the reality. And that's where a lot of us fail. That's where we end up getting hurt. That's where we end up staying in relationships longer than we should. And we end up investing more time. And then before we know it, so much time has gone by that we've completely lost ourselves in this relationship or in this situationship. And we don't even know where to pick up the pieces and how this all happened. Mm -hmm. And it's literally because we live in this fantasy that we create yeah. rather than living in the reality and that's what men do better at than women is that they can go out with somebody and not romanticize anything like oh that was fun and that's it that was fun and they and that's why they say that a lot of men know pretty early on if they want to pursue something serious with somebody or if they don't because they don't romanticize. Yeah, They're just like, hmm, is this what I want for myself right now? Nah. And they get stuck like thinking because the, the guy is probably breadcrumbing her, mm -hmm. uh, dragging her along because mm -hmm. she's just a placeholder. And I think that's why people love when they ask questions to me, because I'm straight up honest, I was like, sounds like you're a placeholder. I'm not going to be like, well, it kind of like, I know you're an amazing woman. No, like, he's literally only like there when he needs something from you. You know what, too? Now that you say that, I just want to give you guys like some real quick advice, too. Um, does, I know people, there's so many rules, right? Because now you're bringing up like placeholder, breadcrumbing, and all these things. And I totally get it. Like, there's so many rules, there's so many perspectives on dating, there's so many like, 
don't do this, do that. If he does this, it means this. If he does that, it means that. If she does this, she means that. Like there's so many like that you don't even know anymore like what to believe. The best advice I could give you when it comes to dating is authentically be yourself, be fully invested in everything that you're doing and the be so self-aware that when you see something that doesn't align with you, always learn or know to choose yourself. So basically what I'm trying to say is be fully invested and immersed in every situation so that you can say, you know what, I gave myself the best of myself. And when I saw the way that it was reciprocated or when I saw the way that they didn't reciprocate, I realized that I could do better and I'm out. Mm. But always fully give of yourself. I feel like that's the only way to truly live. Because then you're just playing all these games back and forth. And it's like, what do you gain from playing the same game that they play? Yeah. You just waste your time. Like you don't gain anything from playing the same game. Oh, you don't gain anything from playing the same games that these people are playing. Like nothing at all. So instead, be fully immersed, be genuinely yourself. I'm not saying like give all of yourself right off the bat at this moment, but be fully immersed and show your true colors and all of that stuff without playing all these games. And at least you know that if it didn't work out and you choose yourself and walk away from a situation or a dating relationship, then you know Keep going. that you did it authentically being you and like not playing any games. And then you could walk away peacefully, essentially. Um, that's my best dating advice because again, I feel like there's so many rules. And so much of this like I, I, placeholder and breadcrumbing and like all these terms and like. Because the reason I bring that up and it's great that you're here to talk about it because some of these girls talk about how this girl was in a like situationship for like five years and I'm like that's why like when people ask me questions on live now they're like oh like how do I get myself out of situationship now my first question is like how long have you been together because uh, some of these girls will be like oh we've been together for five years I'm like girl you just said like say it out loud I've been in a situationship for five years I'm like that man is not being serious about you like he's mm -hmm. probably in a relationship with somebody else and then like Five just, years? And that's not even the craziest one. There was one that is uh, 20 years. And I'm, they're like, will it ever be, I'm like, will it ever be serious? You tell me. <laughs> like if you, sometimes I feel like if, sometimes I feel like the best advice you can give yourself if you're looking for advice on like something that you're going through is sit down and think about the whole situation as if it were one of your friends and look at it from the outside and then tell yourself like okay mm -hmm. you know like what would you tell that friend what would you tell her if she knew the whole like all of your relationship or if you knew all of her relationship and it was exactly like what you're going through what would you tell her then i feel like when you can make yourself or like remove yourself from your situation and look like outside of the box then you really know like oh i should be doing this or Sorry. i shouldn't be doing that i'll keep going keep oh okay going. i'm like keep oh. going. Keep I'm going. Like, you distracted me Sorry. i forgot what i was saying <laughs> Sorry, it's because i don't get to see her all the time right yeah so like we got to take advantage yeah 
Okay, yeah, but that's what I, that's what I was thinking. That if you've been in a situationship for a really long time or whatever, if you find yourself questioning whatever position you're in with somebody, a really good thing to do is to pull yourself out of it. Look outside of the box, even if you have to journal it, like write down like been in this situation for five years what have i got out of it how does this person really treat me and then if you can reread that and if you were like if you were handing that over to a friend and giving that or that friend was giving you advice do that same thing for yourself like a good way to reflect is to look outside of the box yeah and then and then kind of like you said saying it out loud because it's different when you say it out loud and you realize either one how dumb it sounds yeah. You know, like, because uh, when you think about it, I had this conversation with you the other day or yesterday is like you can think about something and it really doesn't hit you. The yeah. moment you say it out loud, it has like a whole different effect. Yeah. And there's so many reflective things that you could do, too. Another good one that I learned in therapy that's like a really good way to reflect is like, would you be OK accepting this for like your younger self? Mm -hmm. Like, would your like would you let the little you down in that way like when you th when you think about yourself because i feel like when you well i learned it in therapy that when you look at yourself as like a small child and stuff like you give yourself so much more grace because it's like you're so innocent like would you want to them to go through that yeah like wouldn't you want to protect them from anything bad that could potentially happen to them wouldn't you want to protect that little person from like all this angst and stress and things that are beneath them you want the best for even a stranger that's a child so if you can see yourself in that way then you can really learn to love yourself a lot more and remove yourself from these situations that are really beneath you mm -hmm. so uh because i got I, I get this a lot usually i like to like ask questions and stuff based off some of the more popular videos that i get on tiktok mm -hmm. uh what advice can you give to like a girl looking to date in 2024? Like what to look out for? What are some like red flags? Or maybe just some boundaries that people have or that you have for yourself? Just because again, we were talking about a little bit ago, a little bit ago, it's like how some girls are like, men are trash, men are this, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but what should you, what, what should they be looking out for if they're trying to date? That way they don't get stuck in a situationship or, in like a placeholder type of life. I think honestly, the number one thing that you can do so that you don't get stuck in these things is really know yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think if anything, if you continue to find yourself in these positions where you're uh, be your like standards are being compromised is because you're lacking in self. So I think a big thing that you could do is definitely work on yourself some more. Invest more time in yourself, date yourself some more because the more you do that and the more you love on yourself, the less you accept from other people that is like uh, treatment that is beneath you. Mm -hmm. So the more that you pour into yourself, then you'll be able to kind of, I don't know, like you'll be able to separate yourself from people that are not giving you what you could give yourself yeah. Yeah. just like you said you being single you feel better because you know that a lot of these relationships really can't give you more than what you give yourself yeah and i love that you bring that up because uh, i've seen that on your uh tiktoks is you date yourself oh yeah all the time like and that's what i always try to push on people it's a little bit harder for girls because the reason i say that because guys are creeps right mm -hmm. for me it's easier i can go over here 
and not get like bugged by anybody. You can go over here, might be a guy like tells you something like, damn girl, or you know what I mean? Like call you. Dude, I have a huge tip. If you want to date yourself or you want to go to like a restaurant by yourself or anything like that, take some headphones. Even if you don't put anything on the headphones, when I take myself to breakfast, which I do a lot, I love to take myself to breakfast. It's like my favorite thing. Uh, I take my headphones and nobody talks to you. And like, you literally could be in silence. You don't have to turn them on, but you could just be sitting there. Or you could be scrolling, watching something. Nobody will talk to you. Even when I'm at the gym, I like, that's a, my me time, right? And I do a really good job of not making eye contact mm -hmm. with anybody. That's why you wear hats. And that's why I wear hats too. That's why I wear hats too, because it's like it's like blinders, right? And I really try not to make eye contact with anybody because I don't want to give that invitation for you to come talk to me because I'm in my me time. This is my me time, me investing in myself. This is my time to exert any bent up energy that I'm like harboring inside of me, whether it's any frustrations or just letting stress out. And I don't need you to invade that space. Now, if I'm feeling the opposite and like, I want to be inviting or like, Oh, there's somebody that I see all the time that I want to have conversation with maybe one day, then I'll make eye contact, but really like just you and nature and the sky yeah. and the moon and the fucking trees. And like, even at the gym, you know, like just be aware your song, you, you know, just be aware of your surroundings because Again, you never know, but that's a good tip. It's, yeah. I, it's hard for me to give a girl tips on how to date yourself because I know how some guys are. Like, they're just out there being creeps. Like, they'll see you walk, you know, like they'll try to flirt with you, they'll try to talk to you when that's not what you're trying to invite in. So, yeah. like, wearing headphones, that can help because they're like, even if they said something towards you, you could just like keep walking because why? I'm listening to music. I'm not paying attention to you. Yeah, you know? and like, they could be silent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like that for sure. So like those are great tips for, especially for the ladies because it's, again, it's easier for a guy because I'm not gonna go somewhere and some girl's gonna be like, yo, what's up? Like, you know, like, and talk to you like how some guys talk to you. Uh, so I'm glad you give them that tip. And just for me, it's always like be safe. Yeah. No your surroundings, like who, who's around, like, cause at the same time, you don't want anything bad to happen to you. Yeah, but you can go to public places. Like I've done a lot of like, uh, even not just to restaurants, you know, but like, even when you walk around the mall, like you don't have to entertain anybody who's like trying to talk to you. Be like, no, I'm not interested. Or another easy answer is I'm married. That too. That's it. It's like, I'm married. Sorry. There's some guys that'll be like, well, you can't have friends if you marry. <laughs> You're like, no, I can't have friends if I'm married. Fool. What the hell? But other than that, like, there's really not that many people that push that boundary. Like, no, I'm sorry. I have a boyfriend, but thank you so much. And keep it moving. Yeah. That's a good way to get people off of you. It's like, oh no, sorry. I'm whatever. Bye. Um, and then also to like going to the beach by yourself, and sitting just in the sun, like by yourself, nobody's really gonna come up to you. Mm -hmm. Unless you're out there like trying to be fucking OnlyFans or some shit, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But other than that, if you're just out there chilling, like nobody's gonna come bother you. Like that's a good way to date yourself is. What would you tell? Cause some people don't wanna do it, not because of that, because they feel like they're gonna get judged cause they're out by themselves. Meaning like, they're gonna be like, they're gonna think I'm a loser or like, this person has no friends because people think of that. Right. And I think that that has a lot to do with where you are in your own self-love that you haven't really found yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that it, 
if you can't go outside and be alone or if you can't be alone with your thoughts, it means you have a lot more self-reflection to do than you are even aware of. So um, I think my best advice for that is honestly to seek professional help probably because you're not going to be able to break out of that shell until somebody actually teaches you and gives you tools to break out of that shell. Or even if you want to go to YouTube University and find ways to like get more comfortable with being out by yourself, then there's no way that you're going to be able to do it unless you just push that boundary and actually do it. Like you just got to do it. Mm -hmm. I think that for me, I never struggled with that because I fucking love being by myself. Ever since I was a kid, like I love being by myself. Like don't fucking talk to me. Like I like being (laughs) alone. And I think that uh, for most people, that's very hard to understand because a lot of people require somebody's company to do anything. And I like to be by myself. Yeah. And I'm exactly the same way. 98% of my day, mainly because I don't have kids or anything like that. Yeah. So, I'm by myself like yeah and so but that doesn't because I've learned how to be by myself and when you learn that you don't require other people to do things you become like this next level person because like before some people don't travel Mm -hmm. because they require somebody to go with them Mm -hmm. some people don't go on dates like by themselves because they require a friend to go with them or somebody to go with them or someone to take them Uh, because I do it all the time too like if I want to go eat something I take myself. Like, Me I'm too. There. If I see something <laughs> on TikTok and I want to try it, I'm not waiting for nobody. And most people w- would not try that or experience that because they're waiting for somebody to their schedule to align with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then once I learned being by myself, like people like you don't get lonely of course every now and then like it's cool to like have somebody to talk to and and things like that. And don't get me wrong. I talk to people. Yeah. But I don't require somebody to do something. People like you travel everywhere by yourself. Yeah. Why not? Like, if I were to wait for somebody to be like, yeah, let's do it, I wouldn't go anywhere. You know what? I not, Right now that you bring that up, this is going to be like totally sidebar, off topic kind of, but I just came across somebody's TikTok last night, and it's this girl who literally said that, like, God told her she needed to book a flight. I don't know if you've seen it. The TikTok is going viral. That she needed to book a flight to Orlando, and that's it. And, like, she needs to go there. And, like, out of obedience, she booked a flight to Orlando. She ended up in Fort Lauderdale and like she's alone and basically like in obedience to like whatever God told her to do. Right. And it just like goes to show that if you can find strength in like God or whatever you believe in, then you can find a lot of strength to like do these things that are like outside of the box, outside of the norm, like and spend that time alone or spend that time in whatever your belief system is. Um, And I think that that's really beautiful that if you can do these things by yourself and believe that you're being protected and believe that that you're where you're supposed to be, like Mm -hmm. you can learn so much about yourself and experience so much more that life has to offer. So it's really cool that you do that. Because I went to Guadalajara by myself last year. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah, I remember that. But I went to Guadalajara by myself last year. And I was everywhere by myself. And people were like, you're in an Uber by yourself. Like, you're in this by yourself. And I'm like, yeah. And if this is supposed to be the fucking end of me, then this is going to be the end of me, you know? But if not, like, I want to enjoy my life. Like, I'm so sick of waiting for people to do things. And uh, you really have to let go of the idea that you need somebody for everything. Yeah. And like it, it comes to like if 
like the first time that we met. If I would have waited for somebody to come with me, we would have never met and like we would have never gotten to. No, because who the hell is going to come from Idaho? Yeah. <laughs> me? Me? Uh, like, everyone thinks I'm not from Idaho to begin with. So yeah. like, there's that too. I'm like, Idaho. So th that's why I always tell people like experience, like I've even told people to go check out your profile because you do it very well. Like you take yourself on a solo date and you go, mm -hmm. but the biggest thing that I can give like as advice, I was like, just, yeah, of course do this stuff by yourself, but always make sure like know your surroundings. Mm -hmm. And like, if you can have some sort of protection, I'm not saying like carry a gun, I'm saying maybe some pepper spray, maybe some, a knife, anything just in case dude and let me tell you i am the most dodo land girl ever like i'm like in the i like i'm just like in the clouds all the time so if i could do it yeah you guys could do it because i'm literally the girl that's like oh shit and how long has that car been sitting there you know like but when i'm out doing things by myself i am paying attention mm -hmm. i am aware i am looking behind me i am making sure that nobody's following me like you can do it like and you can carry pepper spray i have a pepper spray in my car like i have like this little kit i have a pepper spray thing in my car that has like a little knife thingy like just a bunch of little things a little light just in case just in case just in case like you just never know um and you can do it but because I, I don't tell people to be like me because i'm super observant like when i walk by i make like first i look to see if they have like anything like a you can tell when somebody's carrying a gun. Well, most people can tell. Mm -hmm. Like you can tell like where they're carrying a gun, like if they are, like what's in their hands, how many people are behind me, like how many people are in front of me, like uh, are they, you know what I mean? Like I start paying attention to all this stuff. Damn, so, like, you're crazy. When I went to go get breakfast, uh, I was like, there's one person behind me, like, and I just kind of like look back to see like what they look like. I was like, yeah, it's not a threat. <laughs> in all fairness, this is LA though. Yeah. And there's like people running around screaming, like literally you could be on the corner and they're like, saying something crazy the world is ending <laughs> watch out it's on fire and you're just like where's the fire <laughs> like what the so in all fairness la's a little a little different a little out there yeah it's a little wild but it's just like make, making sure you're <clears throat> just aware of your surroundings so definitely something that else that i wanted to talk to you about is are you like what are some of the the goals that you have for 2024 because everyone has like their new year's thing again like uh if, even if let me find out you guys are not keeping your promise for yourself for 2024 and we're we're gonna tussle yeah like what are some things that you hope to accomplish this year per like personal or professionally a little bit of both a little bit of both okay so personally um, some of my personal goals is I want to be officially divorced um, because my divorce decree isn't signed and we're still in that process and I would really love for that part of my life to be completely over. Um, that's like the biggest personal one. Another personal goal is my credit. I would like my credit to hit like closer to an 800. I just hit the seven. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I just barely hit the seven like by a hair. And I would like like I feel like I'm just old, you know, like I fucking get excited about credit card rewards and shit. Like when I get cash back, I'm like, hell yeah. Like, what's up? Yeah, I'm you know, I'm, I'm old. I'm excited about stuff like that. Um, so that's another personal goal. And another personal goal is I really want to take dating very intentionally because I would like to actually find some, not find, hopefully God places them in my life, God willing. Um, if it's God's will to place that person in my life this year, I would really like for that to happen. So for God to transform me in whatever he feels that I haven't,
faced in myself or like improved on in myself. Obviously, I'm not going to be perfection because I'm going to be on this earth for as long as God has me here. And I'm always going to be a work in progress because we're always going to be evolving. But give me the whatever tools he feels I'm missing or whatever, like show me, reveal to me what I need to work on um, so that I can meet my person and be in the right headspace for them. I don't think that I'm in, uh, I'm in a bad headspace, but maybe there's something that I'm not seeing. Yeah. You know, or maybe it could be, um, or maybe I'm just perfect. Nah, <laughs> no, but maybe there's something that I'm missing, you know, that I would like to be faced with so that I can be that much closer to meeting my person because I would love to get remarried in two years, two, three years and like, have a family like not start a new family but like maybe blend a family you mm -hmm. know um and just have my my actual person the one that god ordained for me so that's my personal goals some of my professional goals are definitely to monetize my social media in in different ways and really grow my social media platforms get back on youtube invest more time in myself and personal branding for my professional career. Mm -hmm. um, I would also like to do some freelance work for maybe some med spas and things like that to grow their social media to add an added source of income. And then because another one of my personal goals is to put my kids in, in Christian school and it's very expensive very yeah. very expensive it's like three thousand something dollars per month not including their extracurricular activities and i don't really have the assistance of the co-parent in any of those things because it's just not something that maybe i just not something that if you follow her tiktok you know why. yeah it just <laughs> it just it just doesn't work and i would like i would love to do that for my kids so i need to find ways to create more revenue for myself so that I can do the things that I want for my kids and, and the positions that I want to put them in for their future. So those are some of my goals. I don't know what some of yours are. Um, personal goals is more like if I want to be running at 100%, I need to make sure my body and mind is at 100%, meaning like, we talked about it. I need to get more sleep. I need to like. You need more <laughs> sleep, dude. Who, how, I was like, you're literally doing yourself with such a disservice with how little you sleep. Yeah, and so that's why like focusing on things like that and how to take care of my body and mind. That way, like, if I want to be pushing my body or like whatever I'm doing at 110 percent, like let's make sure the body is there too, because you know you eventually like something could happen like burnout like you just overwork yourself and you just like you've seen people who just like do too much with very little rest mm -hmm. and they just like collapse yes and also too you can't be at your best if you're not resting your body needs a day of rest your body needs a personal day that's why they have the sabbath you mm -hmm. know like the day of rest like you need that time and you have to trust that that you can do so much more by giving yourself that space yeah. to rest. And then just like that, I want to work on for sure this year. So, but like professionally, it's just learning how to grow everything that I'm doing just bigger. You yeah. know, like uh, I've told you like the different ways that I was able to monetize things and just, uh, cause I see like what I can do and my, 
platform is this big. Mm -hmm. So imagine if I get it this big, like mm -hmm. what it can be. But at the same time, you're gonna have to make sacrifices too. Like, am I gonna focus on this or am I gonna be focusing on like, let me see how many girls I can get. Let me see like all this stuff that I can do and like distract myself with that. Oh, that was a big thing that we talked about yesterday. Mm -hmm. We did talk about that, that I was telling him in my YOLO year, which was all these past three years, I was very <laughs> YOLO. I was very like, whatever, just having a, such a great time, right? Um, that it's so easy to get distracted when you're just having fun. Mm -hmm. When you're not necessarily being intentional or disciplined, it's so easy to, move your attention to so many different things that you kind of lose focus and sight of the end goal. You're kind of like, oh, well, I'm still doing good. Like, I'm still doing great. Like, I'm doing good. Like, I'm good. And if you actually want more, then it's gonna take you being disciplined and cutting out the things from your life that are not allowing you to elevate to that next place. If you want more. Yeah. Because you can be happy where you are and enjoy it. You can have different eras of your life. I had that era already and now, like I said, I'm in that era where you are too, that you kind of want more and it's like, you have to limit the distractions. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with celebrating some of your victories. Yeah. But some people celebrate them. For like 10 months. And for every little reason, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, we got 100 views on a video. Let's, let's go celebrate. Like, it's Friday, let's go take a shot. You know, and like, it's like, you have to be more, more disciplined because that distraction, causes you to lose focus and then it's kind of hard to get back into the swing and when you get back into the swing it's the next weekend again yeah and like most people would be like they come out here like i've been very fortunate enough that tiktok was paid for all my entire trip so i could easily been like i'm just gonna go out here and like just hang out yeah. instead i'm just like messaging you i was like hey let's do a podcast let's do this like we're working yeah and then i also messaged you and i told you about melissa too like which she's also great we're gonna i'm gonna ask her some spicy questions later too so stay tuned for that uh but just like working and luckily enough like this is fun like right yes it's work at the end of the day i still gotta edit i still gotta do all that stuff but like we see like where it can take you, you know? And yes. like, it, if you do it right and don't, don't get super distracted, cause it's, it's easy to get distracted. Of course, have fun every now and then. Especially too with something that requires your own personal discipline yeah. where you're not like, who's your boss? Yeah, like you have to be motivated on your own. Yeah. And I, I was talking to a buddy and he was just like, bro, like I've never met somebody like you. You're just like on at all times. Like mm -hmm. you're on, you're doing something like, They've never, I, I saw him the other day and he's like, hey, you finally let your see, like see yourself. I was like, I'm always moving, I'm always doing stuff. I'm always like, right now, you happen to see me because we're in the same, play, same place. I was mm -hmm. like, but right after this, I'm gonna go do this, I'm gonna go do this, I'm gonna do this. That's why like, I also say like, if, I, if somebody's meant for me, they're gonna be put in my path. Right. Like, uh, I'm gonna be doing something and then say something, like say I do an event one day, right? And then a girl shows up doing an event too. Then we just hit it off that way. You never know. Mm -hmm. Like That could be how it is. But me just like waiting around or like scrolling social media to see who I'm gonna date next and stuff like that. What a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, right? What a waste of time. You know, I did a, a fun series last year. I did that a- way they can watch the podcast. I did a fun series last year. Um, where I did like a dating series, right? I did it for for uh, dating apps, mm -hmm. right? So I tried like Hinge, I tried Bumble, I tried Tinder, and like I just was like scrolling and creating content around that, right? And what a waste of freaking time. <laughs> like literally what a waste of time because 
Number one, you're literally judging somebody based off a picture, right? And, and some people suck at picking their own pictures. Like some people like it, just suck at picking their own pictures. There, let's be, there's no happy medium. Meaning like if you suck at picking your pictures, you're going to judge them that. Yes. Or if they get like super professional pictures, you're going to be like, chill out, dude. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or like the selfie angle. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like a lot of room for judgment. Right. <laughs> so like that's number one. Number two, the amount of time you waste skipping through profiles granted for me it was not a waste because it was an investment of my time for content which brings me a return but for a lot of you guys that are just wasting your time doing that like pick up a fucking book mm -hmm. like pick up a book learn about yourself pick up self-help books during that time rather than picking up these apps because they're really going to get you nowhere but you know what's going to get you somewhere is learning about yourself investing in yourself doing some self-development so that when you go outside and you actually meet people you can actually have real conversations ask real questions that will actually get you places and will help you better understand yourself so that you don't waste your time with people who are not worthy of your time so all of these apps and things like that that you're consuming and wasting your time on are really not to your benefit um, go outside get some fresh air do you know that a lot of people are depressed or have so much anxiety crippling anxiety because you don't go outside enough yeah. you don't go outside and get fresh air you don't go outside and let the sun kiss your skin you don't go outside and listen to the birds chirp and increase your frequency like what are you doing instead you're inside consuming this pointless content we're not pointless content, but pointless scrolling without really investing that time into yourself. So I think that like these dating apps and like these things that you There should be a category that says, how many books did you read last year? Yeah. And it has to be verified like through. Yeah, like give me a summary. Like <laughs> give me a summary. I'm glad you bring that up because I, I, I do a lot of audiobooks just because I, I don't You're have You're on the, the go, yeah. Yeah, and so like when I'm doing long stretches of cardio uh, or things like that, I can just put that on and like really pay attention to it. And so that books help a lot, especially if you're like struggle having conversations because if you pick a topic, I may know a little bit of it and I can hold the conversation yeah. compared to being like, I don't know what that is. And books help with self-reflection. Yeah. That and... I, I always recommend this book. So if you guys are listening, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I don't know if you've ever read it. I haven't it. read it, but I just bought it. That that book was the first book that I like. I got. I was like, hopefully this book helps me. Because somebody recommended it to me. And that book completely changed my life. Because not, I'm not saying I agreed with everything, mm -hmm. but some of the core like principles in it, I was like, I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm doing that like exactly like that. That's why like I can't elevate my financials to here. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and as soon as I like cut and stop doing that, you just see everything else just like go up and you're just like, what the fuck? Well, since you're giving a book rec, I have a big one for you guys and you can listen to it on YouTube. Uh, the Four Agreements. Mm. That book is life changing because it teaches you to not take anything personal and to allow like just to allow life and people to be what they are and not take it personally, because when you take it personally, um, it impacts you differently. I don't know that book that I, like I could listen to it on YouTube repeatedly yeah. because it just puts you back in that a good frame of mind to understand that that what people do has nothing to do with you. And the more you can let that go and let people be and you just let people be who they are, the less attachment you have to people. And that's like, you guys, it's life changing to be able to detach. 
and, of people. And one thing I say is like, yes, we could re recommend these books, but there's going to be that book that you pick up. That's that going to be life changing you, for you. That hits you different. Yeah. Th this one hit me like that. That one hit you like that. Yeah. You know, and that's why like those books came into your life for a reason at that time. Mm -hmm. And so like if someone's like, if someone keeps recommending this book, make this may be a sign that someone's trying to tell me, read this book. I should probably pick that up. Yeah, I should probably pick that up. Cause the more, after I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, oh, I listened to it, but I was like, I'm messing up in so many places. I'm surrounding myself by the wrong people. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, asking the wrong people for financial advice. Cause we listen to our parents a lot. Right. And so I'm not saying my parents are doing bad. They're doing great. But if I'm trying to get up here, they can't give me the, mm -hmm. the tools I need to get up here. Mm -hmm. So instead I need to put myself around the people who have the tools to help me get there. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've done. That's why like people are like, you're involved in this, you're involved in that. And, uh, and it's helped a lot. And so that's why I always recommend people to uh, you know, hit that record. Uh, just pick up books. There was that one year I was like super heavy into books and I read a total of 62, listened to 62 books in one year. Mm -hmm. And I was gonna try to beat that goal, but unfortunately like when you start- That's a lot of books, yeah, by the way. When you start getting busy, er, you have, you have to like sacrifice things here and there. Mm -hmm. And so I still listen to books, mm -hmm. uh, but I also do a mixture because too many self-help books is bad. Because no, yeah. it becomes repetitive. Yeah. And so sometimes I do some like nonfiction or like someone's biography. Like I absolutely love, if you ever get a chance, listen to Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey uh -huh. on Audible. Don't read it. Uh-huh listen to it because he narrates it and he puts his personality into it yeah. and his whole life story. I've listened to that book probably three times now. Yeah. It just like a whole different vibe because I had a buddy who read it. He's like, it's a great book. I was like, listen to it. And he listened to it. He's like, it's like a whole different book. Yeah. Because, you know, he puts his like, uh, his personality into it. You know how he is. He's, yeah. he's the all Very, right, all yeah. right, all right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and things like that. So uh, that's why I always say like, do a mixture because people are like, what? what's the next 10 self-help books? Like, well, do like a biography on somebody. No, yeah, like have a little fun with it. And also too, if you do that, you're, you start to learn to better articulate yourself, your vocabulary gets so much better. And your communication skills your get communication better. Your communication skills get better and you just become more effective at overall communication. And I think it's a great thing for you to do for yourself, period, not just reading self-help. Mm -hmm. So I agree. So I know we've been going for a while. I know yeah. you've got things to do, uh, but I do have a question for you. Run it. Because uh, we're gonna completely change it the topic uh how long because this has actually been popular on the tiktoks not the tiktoks should you wait uh -huh. to hook up with somebody like is it okay to hook up on with them on the first date you mean like intimacy wise yeah. oh dude i feel like i'm gonna get so much heat for this because i'm not i always say go based off the vibes like you're an adult right you can make your decisions. Right. And if, uh, depending on how he was before, because I'll give, the, I'll put this example over there. Like when I met my ex from Dallas, mm -hmm. we, we had met in Denver. She's mm -hmm. from Texas, I'm from Idaho, mm -hmm. but uh, she was gonna go to Denver and then my sister at the time lived in Denver. So I was like, I'll just meet you there. I'll go see my sister. Mm -hmm. And so we met there and I had a whole day day plan. Like we did this, we did this. I surprised there was some stuff. Like everything was going great. Mm -hmm. Like the date was just like amazing, like great conversation. And then afterwards, like 
went to dinner and then we went back to my Airbnb and then things just happened. Like mm -hmm. everything just was vibey. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was great. We dated for like a year and a half after that. So th mm -hmm. that's why I'm like, I'm not saying it's bad to hook up, mm -hmm. but like if everything is going great, then mm -hmm. why not? You're an adult, she's an adult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my answer is not gonna be based on like, oh my gosh, if I sleep with him on the first night, is he gonna think this of me? <laughs> my answer is not based on the man's perspective of me. So my answer is based on solely myself. So to give you guys an idea, I have been separated from my kid's father for three years now. It's been three years. In those three years, I've dated a lot. And to be very candid with you guys, like a lot. Like I've gone on multiple dates. And I've only shared intimacy with two people since then. One, uh, which would have been obviously my boyfriend and then somebody that I was very, very close to and that I felt safe with, right? And only those two people, regardless of how much chemistry I've had with multiple men and going on dates and things like that, because I do believe in the idea of people's energy attaching itself to you and like you don't know what these people are carrying and from who. And I feel like it's opening a door to you that could be taking you in a different route that's not positive for you. And so I, especially now, even after my last experience, like, because like I said, I've only been with two people since then. Um, even after my last experience, I'd been talking to this person for like a whole year, like just kind of somebody that was consistent in my life, right? Um, and even after that, now I feel like I wanna be even more like, nope i'm not giving myself away until like i'm about to get married type of vibe mm -hmm. and i like i'm not fully convicted in that i'm like trying to figure out where what my relationship is with god and like trying to figure out that part of me like that spiritual part of me but like even as myself i've always just in general been so afraid of like giving myself away to somebody who's unworthy of having me period so this is not like having to do with what the man's gonna think of me this is like my own personal conviction for myself and now even more now that i'm a little bit older and i've been through these experiences and now that i'm like trying to become closer to god in my own way and in my own personal relationship that i feel like i'm gonna be even more like no yeah. like even more closed off because I get it. Like we're all grown and we all have desires and we all trust me, trust me. The heat gets hotter when you get older. You really <laughs> want, like if you thought in your twenties, you were want spicy time, let me tell you in your thirties and in your mid thirties. And I've heard from women that your forties is like prime time for women you know that they it's like the shit is pulsing okay and i feel that but even with that i'm like just terrified of giving myself away to somebody who doesn't deserve me like i really i really think about things like okay yeah we've been on 20 dates and you know mm -hmm. and so what oh you've spent $50 on each date or $100 on each date that equates $5,000 or whatever like and like you know that this is my body this is my temple this is so sacred to me like that intimacy is so sacred like I don't ever want somebody to be able to walk out and say like yeah I had that yeah like yeah I had that
yeah, I had that. Or like be able to speak on me in that way, you know? Especially now that I'm older and stuff. And I don't know, I'm just very, very cautious of whose energy I allow to be in that space and in that intimacy with me. Um, so I think... And, and a lot of girls get fooled in the beginning too, thinking that, that this person is for them. Mm -hmm. And then they get what they want, and then all of a sudden, oh, why did he change afterwards? Mm -hmm. Because that's all he wanted. Yeah, and I, I learned this actually from my ex-boyfriend. So my ex-boyfriend and I are super cool still. Mm -hmm. Like, we're, we're cool. And he's told me a lot of things, and he's told me like, how like he's explained to me how men function too and he's told me too like guys can literally pursue you pursue you pursue you and then go on a date with you finally sleep with you and then be like okay i'm gonna sleep with her two more times and that's it right mm -hmm. or he'll be like okay got this done i'm past it over i'm like i'm over it now yeah. like mission accomplished chase is over yeah mission accomplished done and when he explained these things to me because he was my first boyfriend after my marriage I was like, wow, like, you know, we had like really cool conversations, like very honest conversations. And I was like, that's crazy. Like that, that's how men can function, you know? And it's like, when you think about it like that, and when, when you think about those perspectives, then you really start to think about like, damn, well, do I want to give myself away like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, do I want to give myself up like that? And I'm not saying that when you finally decide, like, let's say myself that let's say I could wait God knows however long. And then I finally do something with somebody and then that causes them to switch up. Like, I guess I will never know until I know. Right. Yeah. But at the very least, I know that I'm giving myself the space and putting myself in the position to where I'm feeling like, okay, I'm comfortable with giving away this energy or being open to this. And I'm okay with it fully mm -hmm. like I have to I really be thinking about this shit like I reflect so much and I'm like terrified of giving myself away to just anybody and, and it's good that you wait because if some a guy who's truly truly into you is willing to wait mm -hmm. is gonna like okay she wants to take time cool mm -hmm. like I, it just I need to show her mm -hmm. that I'm here for the long run mm -hmm. and someone who gets upset leaves because you didn't hook it up like those are the people you want to chase away mm -hmm. you know since we're talking about chasing away this is an, uh, the next topic that i want to talk to you i always tell people people like what how do i bring up this issue without scaring that person away and I'm always like, bring it up because you want to scare them away, mm -hmm. you know? Um, you want to see what's going to make them run. Yeah, because like if you bring it up, what are we is an issue and they run, that guy wasn't for you. Mm -hmm. I was like, if you bring up the issue, like, or whatever the case that may be, I'm, I'm always like, bring it up because we, you want to run these guys away. Yeah. Like, cause obviously they're not for you. So don't ever be afraid to run away. Like, I don't know if you agree with that. Like, bring, like you want to run these guys away. No, yeah, totally. And we, we talked about it before. I was always like, girls have a lot of power, meaning like, if we're talking and you're like, Edgar, I didn't like how you did that. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh shit, my bad. You know, yeah. like I'm going to fix it like that mm -hmm. because I'm like, I like her. I'm trying to do like whatever I can to court her. Uh -huh. So I'm going to change my ways. Uh -huh. But the longer you wait to bring something up like that, it doesn't matter if you've been talking for a month. Yeah. Now they're going to be like, well, it wasn't an issue here. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you bringing it up now? Because you know how sometimes people wait to bring up an issue because they're like, they think it's going to change mm -hmm. or something's going to happen. So would you say 
bring up issues right away, no, no matter how soon into this relationship? Absolutely. Bring up the issues immediately because the sooner you do that, the less time you invest. Mm-hmm. And the more you can see where, where somebody stands or what their position is on something or whatever, or like what their response is going to be. Um, because the longer you wait, the more emotionally invested you become. And then the more invest- emotionally invested you become, the more you're willing to accept. Even though it bothered you, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, well, fuck, no, like, really, we spent so much time, or, like, I really like him, or whatever, and the more you cross your own boundaries, and you don't honor them. Do, do you think people will change over a period, like, if they're like this, you know how some people will be like, oh, well, he's going to change and get better, you know? Do you, do you think people will change over time? Mm-hmm. It's hard to answer that, huh? Because like everybody's there. Everybody's this good. Different. This guy probably. This guy has tried it and didn't work out. You know, right. like so it totally depends. That's why I'm like, when people ask me about second chances, I'm like, if you're willing to risk. But your what's time, the second chance for? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. are you willing to risk your time and effort to see if that person changes? Then go for it. Am I going to, if it got to the point where we have to do a second chance, I was like, I don't think it's gonna work because mm-hmm. like to get to that point, a lot had to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And so now you think that, let's try it again, see what happens, and then it doesn't work? Yeah. Now you just wasted a whole, uh, who knows how long, trying to see if this person changed. That's why like the whole, like if they cheat, will they cheat again? You know, mm-hmm. you're just like, Depends, probably though. Possibly. (laughs) Honestly, when it comes to the cheater conversation, I feel like if they cheated once, they're gonna continue to cheat. I do believe that people are capable of changing, but they can't change without God, period. Without God, without therapy, and without facing their demons, they're not gonna change. They're gonna be that same person, whether they can conceal it for a certain period of time or not, they're gonna continue to be that same person and they're gonna do it no matter what. If they did it to you once, they're gonna probably do it to you again unless they can repent and unless they can truly face themselves. Other than that, this this behavior is going to continue. Um, I do believe that people can change, but it's gonna take a lot more than just saying, I'm gonna change or I'm gonna stop. It takes so much more than that because cheating is coming from a, such a deeper place. Such, It's from a place of profound hurt. Mm-hmm. It's from a place of so much lack, lack of self-love, lack of self-respect, a place of insecurity, and that, all of that has to be resolved. That root has to be resolved. It's not just the cheating action or withholding or um, stopping themselves from cheating. No, it's so much deeper than that. And all of this has to be addressed in order for them to not engage in this behavior. So do I think people can change Yes, 1000%, anybody is able to change, but it takes so much more than just what's at face value. And it takes a certain level of self-awareness, emotional maturity. It's just so much bigger than just, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Yeah, and then, (laughs) and also since we're talking about cheating, Mm -hmm. if you caught them cheating, Mm -hmm. who, they're not gonna tell you if that was the first time they cheated. Oh, <laughs> meaning oh like, do I have a story for yeah, you? Meaning, uh, I'll let you hear, t- tell the story, but what I'm trying to say is like sometimes, just because you caught that person cheating at that moment in time, and they'll be like, that's the only time it happened, I'm that, like, that's what he's gonna tell you. You know what, this is dry January, but you got some vodka in here or something? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is my taste salute, actually. Um, but, 
from personal experience and what Edgar just said, from personal experience, I, if you've never seen my content, if you've never seen me before, you don't know anything about me. I experienced infidelity in my marriage. I discovered an entire affair in 2019 that I had no idea had been going on for several months. Um, that affair continued uh, even after my discovery, maybe not right off the bat, but they continued to have conversations over the course of the next two years from 2019 to 2021. That's the only time that I knew that he had ever done anything, right? That's the only discovery I had. It wasn't until last year, the end of last year, that people started to come out of the woodwork. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? And when I put two and two together, every single one of those stories made sense. Not only was that affair one of them, that was one that happened in 2018 when I was, prior to me getting pregnant with my daughter and the entire time that I was pregnant with my daughter, and I was given receipts for this thing that was going on. And it was basically like a sexual relationship, meeting up in hotels and having sex. And it was somebody that we knew from our past and somebody felt guilty and finally confessed and came forward because they felt like I was in a good place for me to tell me. And it's like, girl, you should have told me then. Like yeah. all these people are looking at me laughing behind my back, but okay, thanks for the information. And then two other people that came forward that he hooked up with them. Maybe it wasn't a prolonged affair, but hooked up with them when my oldest son was young. And all of these instances, I had no idea about. I only knew the discovery of 2019 to 2021. It wasn't that's the until, one he got caught for. That's the one he got <laughs> caught for. Not until 2023 did I discover all the other ones. And that information just came to me willingly. So everything that's done in the dark always comes to light. But do I believe that if you've only caught them once that that was their only time not they have a history yeah they have a pattern this is who they are they're gonna tell you it was just one time yeah you know it's oh yeah because why would they <laughs> even even if you caught them red-handed some of them will not eat they will be like that wasn't me so you saw me on the counter it wasn't me so like, like that was you like, that was you it's like i fell and then I, for some reason her pants were off and like i fell inside and like i landed there <laughs> like oh Sorry. Really? Okay. Yeah. No. Totally. And so that I wanted to bring that up because we we had that conversation as well, and that's why I tell him like just because you caught him that one time doesn't it, maybe it's true. Maybe it was just that one time, but or that's just the one time they got caught. That's the one time they. And got of course caught. they're gonna be like, oh, you caught me this time, but guess what? I hooked up with two other girls too. Like mm -hmm. just putting that out there, they're not gonna tell you that. They're just gonna be like, yeah, or they're gonna act like that didn't even happen. So like, if that didn't even happen, these for sure didn't even happen. So uh, they that's will never fess up. Yeah, that's why I, I always get the question: Would I go back with somebody that cheated on me? No, you know. Yeah. Now, now knowing what I know, no. Because you never know, like. Now this person, like say you do try to give him a second chance. Last time he said he was gonna go get coffee, he went to go meet up with the girl to get coffee. You know, and No, so, and anxiety's on like level 1000. Yeah, and so you start thinking of all these scenarios. Do they love each other? Did they love each other? Are they still talking? Oh Are they, like, my God, now that you bring that up, let me tell you guys this one quick story. <laughs> so I discovered the affair September of 2019. My wedding anniversary would have been in October, 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, October the following month, we ended up going to Mexico to celebrate, even though this whole affair was discovered, basically sweeping everything under the rug. We got a little too drunk and he ended up telling me that he loved her. And I was like, how could you love her and love me? Like that doesn't make any sense. And like, I was just like, 
the whirlwind of emotions that you experience and you know what happens when you stay with somebody that had an affair and isn't really somebody that's going to work on themselves is their ego explodes mm -hmm. and they think they got it like that and then they start to treat you like they got it like that because you stayed yeah yeah and they start to basically talk to you in a way like yeah i loved her and yeah you're still here you uh, yeah yeah like and and <laughs> and and everything is and and they're fucking puffed up yeah. like oh, oh yeah they're that guy you know because you made them that guy and it just gets worse and worse and worse so just if somebody cheats on you just leave i promise it was for a reason it's gonna suck for a little while yeah but then obviously we always get over that that yes. hump, you, know? you can like, pass it. it. Oh, just, trust me, you can pass it. Now I see this person to me, I'm like, Phew. it's like I can't believe I was stuck on you like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> like I get what, like what, like what, why? Ugh, like so much disgust. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I know we've been going for a while. Yeah. I want to thank you again for always doing this and meeting up with me every time I come out here to, to record some content. Uh, so if you guys haven't followed her, I always put her stuff in the description because if you guys know who I am, you obviously know who she is, <laughs> you know? So we always love to do these con like podcasts for you guys and then clip them up into pieces because you guys love it. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this. Hopefully you guys some sort of value from it. She's going to start doing a lot more stuff. So make sure you guys follow her. Well, I mean, somebody over here calling me out told me how to yeah, do I did call her out yeah I, I was like out. okay I gotta do some more content period so, <laughs> but anyway thank you again yeah all right and we'll see you guys later thank you bye guys see you guys